So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. You can't make an all-star team when you fucking ruin a team's first half of the season with him being fat, lethargic, out of shape, and made everyone hate him and force his way out. I would not have voted for him just on that alone. Maybe that's just me hating James Harden. Does he have the numbers? Yes. Does he have the skill? Yes. But it was just such a sour taste in my mouth. I just couldn't get over it. I think we found our pod clip. Man, what is up, everybody? This is Max from the Max and Juan cast. We're going to be going into the NBA today. It's been a while. There's all-stars, and there's something me and Juan really want to start this episode with. So I'm going to let Juan take the floor. You ain't lying, bro. It's been a while. I'm dying to talk some NBA, but... Before we talk NBA, man, I just wanted to throw this out there. I wanted to, to send my thoughts and prayers out to Tiger Woods and all of his family and friends, man. Obviously, if you guys didn't hear, Tiger Woods winded up getting in a car crash uh, earlier this week. Real bad car crash, winded up having multiple leg injuries, and it's all bad, man. And I, I just wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about Tiger Woods and how much of an influence he was to just the game of sports in general. And I think he's the closest thing that we have seen, especially people who are me and Max's age. And even though you may not like golf, even though it may not be that exciting, we don't, to be truthfully, we don't really talk about it at all. But he was for damn sure, man, probably the closest thing to Michael Jordan. As far as dominance. He was definitely golf's Michael Jordan. There's no doubt about that. And I'll just give my little Tiger experience. I'm intrigued by the game of golf. I won't lie. It's not like I'm watching every event. But when it's like the Masters, the U.S. Open, I'll watch it. I have no issue. I watched Tiger I watched Tiger Woods come back at the Masters about the 2019. And I, even as a kid, I, this is how weird of a kid I was. I would wake up at 7 in the morning not to watch cartoons. I put on Sports Center, And like, it seemed I remember watching so many Tiger highlights and top plays of him. And, let, I mean, we're not going to lie. He had a really bad, what, like five years with the personal life and just the injuries. But when he came back, it felt so good. If it, it, Like, it feels right when Tiger Woods is good at golf. And who knows if he's going to be a good golfer again. Like, first of all, I'm glad he's okay. And I want to echo one sentiment about prayers to his family and friends. But he sustained some leg fractures, a shattered ankle. Thank God the car he was driving and had like 10 airbags in the front one. He, it saved his life, the car. Yeah, it's absolutely insane, man. I was shocked when I heard about it because in 2017, it was it was almost the same deal with with his career being over. And I mean, now I I'm not even I'm I'm not even trying to see if he can come back to golf. I just hope he's okay to live his life and enjoy his life with his kids and his family and just be healthy. That's what I'm wishing for, but back in 2017, the whole world thought that Tiger Woods was done. And he probably had one of the most biggest comebacks, greatest comebacks of an athlete of all time. 
It really was. And I, again, that's the important thing. I think he's going to be fine. I hope so anyway. It didn't seem like anything was too bad. We really won't know for a while, but he's up and alert and he's all good. The thing I really remember about those masters is when he like embraced his son and daughter and it was just like, damn, like Tiger's come a long way. Yeah. And I think that was a big thing for him. Um, me personally, I'm just going to give my take on golf. I've never been the kind of person to watch golf at all. Uh, but of course, you know who Tiger Woods is. You don't know who Tiger Woods is. You're living under a rock. Everyone knows who Tiger Woods is. He was a he was just a big contributor to sports in general. He put the game of golf on the map. And just from me personally, my older brother just recently got into golf. Huge. Like my brother's been playing golf like crazy. He got even me to go out there on the course and go hitting balls. I fucking suck. I learned how difficult the game of golf was. Oh, it's it not is easy. extremely hard. It's not easy at all. I've I learned how to play golf when I was like fourteen. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm going on courses. Like I just learned how to swing a club, right? And I'm not good at all. My brother in law, shout out to him. He's a big golfer, like like legitimate, bro. Like we went to the driving range. I hit one, it goes like all the way left. This fool's hitting him like two hundred and fifty yards straight. I'm like, damn. Like Yeah. Whatever, I know, man. Bro. It, yeah, my my brother amazes me. He's only been playing for probably just a year now. And it's crazy the way he improves, the way he got into it. I mean, my, my older brother is a uh a big role model of mine. He's my my biggest hero. I, I look up to him a lot. He's the main reason why I love sports today, that I love playing sports. So I had to give golf a try. But I see the way he gets into it. He He's a competitor. He loves playing. And it got me into it. I suck. I, I That's the tough thing about me. If I don't like something and I suck at it, it's hard for me to stay at it. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I'm so trash, bro. Like I cannot... I, the best thing that, uh, if anything, that I can do is chip shots. I don't know what it is. People say that's extremely hard. But the only thing I can do is chip shot at the, at the best. I thought you putting, were going to say you could putt because you all those no, mini golf days of yours. No. No. I suck at putting. <laughs> I suck at the driver. It, <laughs> it's tough, man. But, yeah, I, he, he got me into it, man. I even watched a documentary on HBO about him about tiger woods i think it's like a four-part series it was phenomenal dude i learned so much about tiger woods and uh it was just it was just real sad to hear about that what happened to him and i hope he's okay he's a he's a big contributor to sports in general like i said he's he's the michael jordan bro of golf and you'll never see another guy like tiger woods for 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 just an athlete in general, I think it's going to be generations, bro, until we see a guy like that in a sport. It's it's insane. Him and LeBron are probably the two athletes that I can think of with the amount of expectations put on their sh- shoulders at such a young age and exceed those expectations again and again and again. Like I'll just I'll close it out with this. If you think of the five best athletes or five, just think of like the five most famous athletes, right, from our time on this earth one like 25 years Shaq LeBron Kobe Brady Tiger Jordan what like it's like if you got one name and everyone knows who you are you made it bro you want a special tier yeah and I, I would even throw another guy out there uh I think he's on the the level of like a Muhammad Ali like that's who that's who I'm thinking of I'm thinking even bigger like yeah Kobe's huge Jordan's huge LeBron's huge obviously but man like Tiger Woods, Muhammad Ali, Brady, LeBron. Like it's it's a short list, man. And 
I, I know he's he, he has his problems. He's human. I understand that. It was it was a dark time for Tiger Woods. Like not a lot of people like Tiger Woods. And that's that's the crazy thing about it is that he came back from that. Like it was ugly. It was bad to watch, but he wound up coming back at an elite level at one point. And it's just it sucks hearing it sucks hearing about that, man. I just uh, once again, I just want to give out my prayers and thoughts to, to him and his family, man. Very well said, bro. And I think we should just jump into the NBA talk. Is that cool with you? Let's do it, man. Because I've, I've been seeing everyone talking this NBA. Oh, there's just we've been snub. talking. There's just no. <laughs> um, this is my favorite time of the year where I got to hear, "Oh, there's a snub." Like, no shit, no shit. I know. A snub. Jeez. Look, let's just start with this. Are you pro All Star game or anti All Star game? Look, I'm anti All Star game. I For this think year, they I'm should give this year. No, th- no, this year. I, I love the All Star game. If if COVID didn't exist and the the situation that we're in right now. And the reality of it, it's just it's not a good time to do. I don't think that 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 they should do it. There's no need for it, guys. We can live with 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 the without the three point competition and the dunking competition and all that. Give these guys a break. okay? I don't feel like they owe us anything. These guys playing in the bubble for us. These guys have been traveling on the road with no fans probably staying in hotels 24-7, away from their families. It's been a difficult time, man. Give these guys a break. Let them rest. Don't have a game. Don't have none of these these events. It's fine. I'm cool with it. If it was a regular season uh, and no COVID and nothing like that, it was just a regular time, yeah, have it. I don't have no problem. I loved it last year with the whole um, playing hard for Kobe thing. I loved it. And I love the fact that they do it for charity. I love all of that, bro. But this year, it's just it's it's difficult times right now, and I don't think there's no need for it. I play devil's advocate. I think the big reason to have it is just to get money. And I know that sounds selfish. I know there's a lot of shit going on in the world, but look, they got to do something to try to help out the owners. They've lost a lot of money. All the NBA teams are losing money with the with the lack of fans. I know there's a health risk, and that is scary for everyone involved. But if I'm a player, like, I kind of owe it maybe to my organization. Like, we kind of got to stick it out. We got to try to help our TV partners. That's the only reason I would say to play it. And hopefully it just kind of breathes some money into the whole, like, where they're having in Atlanta, right? Hopefully it breathes some money into that section of population. Well, what they're going to do is they're going to donate it to black colleges. That's great. Uh, that's that, what that's a heard. good cause. But I'm just saying. Yeah, like, that's of the only course. I, I get that it. aspect. And they're going to make some money off this, right? Like the teams in the NBA mm-hmm. are going to make some money. And I get it's a hard time, and they're just trying to stay afloat. Personally, I'm against it. I'm just trying to take the opposite side on this one. I wonder if anyone's going to opt out. Like if LeBron says, I'm not playing, it w- I don't think it happens. I, I think, think that's huge. Only, I think there's, I think he's the only guy that has like that gravitas where he could basically cancel it himself. I don't think he will. Yeah. He's a team player. I think he'll he'll try to he'll try to help out Adam Silver. They have a good relationship right now as far as Adam Silver and the players. They have a good understanding of each other. They're going to wind up playing it. I I'm going to lean towards it's it's 95% chance that they're going to play this game. It's going to happen. They're going to give it to black colleges. It's a great thing. They they give it to charity or foundations every year. I I hope it's great, dude. I just I just hope it doesn't wind up being something that the players hate and they got to pay for it and when i say pay for it is 
having having a health risk, getting COVID or whatever the case is, man. Because to be honest, I, I don't have no problem with with guys just resting up, man. Get some rest, take a break. It's been tough. It's been a tough year. It's tough, it's already coming. Tough first half it's already coming season. up on a year. Yeah, tough first half of the season too for a lot of the NBA scheduling. A lot of games canceled. A lot of teams waiting. The Wizards, Grizzlies all had to wait. I'm going to start with the Western All-Stars starters. Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Jokic. Out of those five, how many of them do you have an issue with starting? Don't tell me who. Just tell me the number. I would say just one. I think they got four out of the five right. But it doesn't surprise me. I'm I'm, going to say this now. To whoever doesn't know this, okay? The majority of these votes come from fans, players, media, okay? And... The deciding vote is usually by what, Max? The 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 smart ass fans, bro. Yeah, us the fans. I'm sorry, I'm probably labeled as one. Obviously, I'm not a player. Yo, I'm a fan, but and I wish they take that shit out because you got idiots like Zaza Pachulia almost making it. Who was the other one? <laughs> there has been a couple Laker idiots who almost made it. A I mean, it, it's. It's been like this for years, though. It, it, it's kind of like Yao Ming making All Stars, like the only over thing and over the again. Fan votes ever been good for is getting Kobe to the All Star game. Those years where he was washed on the Lakers. No yeah. offense, I know yeah. Kobe, not washed, but just his his body couldn't maintain it. Yeah, but it, that's that's the reality of it. I don't know why people are so outraged. And I'm gonna say this, just like we posted it on Twitter. Don't get outraged if a player doesn't make it. It does not just because they they didn't make an All Star doesn't doesn't label them as a bad player okay they get snubbed people get snubbed all the time i remember mike conley was like the number one snub player still is the most number one snub player the only thing i hate about it right is this shit determines contracts sometimes like if you make two all-star teams in a row you can get a max or a super max that's the shit that pisses me off that we let fans who don't watch the game and no offense there are a lot of to the fans who don't watch the game stop fucking voting so much but the fans that watch the game are informed. Like, I wish they give you, like, a test or something, bro. Like, you could only know if you watch basketball or have, like, an understanding. But then people would cheat. It's stupid. Yeah. Some fans deserve a vote. A lot of the fans don't. I'm sorry to say that. And, and, and the reality of fans today, especially in the NBA, this is why they're so, they're so big on social media and just the whole streaming services and everything. Like, is because they notice that their, their, their fans are predominantly kids i'm sure fans are gonna be mad at me for saying they don't deserve a vote but it's just it always seems like obviously there's gonna be a snub and i think a huge part of the snub thing is because there's been so few games this year like usually they vote and it's half the season over so you have a pretty good damn estimation of who should be an all-star but you got guys like Kyrie irving who've missed two weeks they're starting and maybe if you maybe if you have the season three weeks longer, oh, it's like, oh, shit, no, Malcolm Brogdon's been the best point guard, for example. I'm just using that as an example. I don't believe that. Yeah. Let me go to the East. Kyrie, Beal, Durant, Giannis, Embiid. I, I don't have an issue, to be honest. I, you can argue that another player is supposed to be in there, but what what's the issue? I didn't have an issue with this one either. I, the big issue I had was with the West, same as you probably. Yeah, and let let's talk about it. It's Luca. That that's the one that's been going he should, around. He should be an all star. I don't think he should start. I would have voted for Donovan Mitchell to start. Yeah, completely agree. Donovan Mitchell or another guy that's been thrown around, Damian Lillard. Like I wouldn't have no problem if he would have started. And I, I don't have a problem with Luca. I mean, it, it is what it is. He's a he's a fan favorite. And like I said, the majority of the people who watch the NBA 
are these kids that go on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and they don't necessarily watch the games. They constantly watch highlight films. Like that's all they're watching constantly. All they see is the good. They see these mixtapes and these highlights from Luka Doncic and he's flashy. You know what I mean? He's one of the most known players. I can see why people are outraged, but at the same time, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose sleep over it because Luka Doncic is, is a starter. We should have probably done this before. When you if you were casting a ballot for an all star game, do you want to reward winning or just numbers? What what does Juan take into account when he votes for it? Tell me. I think I think it's a combination of yeah, winning to a certain extent and your numbers have to match it. I think that's what it comes down to. Like you can't be a you can't be a bad team and just average subpar numbers. Like if your team is bad, you're gonna have to be a guy like Bradley Bill and show that you're doing all you can. Like you're not the problem. And before you give your take on it, I just want to ask you this: Did you vote? No, I didn't. No, I, 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 I don't think I've ever voted on on an All Star ballot. Just no, cause... never. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, come on, like. I, I bet it's just people who get a kick out of it who find ways on the internet to just click, 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 click. and just. I don't know anyone over keep... the age of 12 that's voted ever. <laughs> You're probably right, dude. And that's the crazy part. But go ahead. Uh, what's your take on it? Yo, no shame out there to the 12-year-old listeners. Do your thing, bro. You want to vote 20 times in a day, that's, you. that's your decision. Luka has the numbers. He's averaging, what, 29, 8, 9. Shooting 48% from the field, 34% from three. Those are great numbers, but the Mavericks have been bad. Not entirely his fault, but he'll, he's probably the first to admit it. He's been out of shape this year. He struggled. I mean, let's be real. Nobody really knew when the season was going to start, and he had a bad ankle injury in the playoffs last year. To me, Donovan Mitchell, I know he's only putting up, what, 24, 4, and 5, but the, he's the engine that drives the Jazz. Him and Gobert. I would have voted for him, truthfully. Like, you have to reward a lot of winning. And the Jazz are 24-6. and six. Like, they've had an amazing year. Like, this is like the Atlanta Hawks here of the Jazz. Like, they're going to come out first 50 games. They're going to probably win, like, 40 out of the first 50, 38, something like that. I would I re- When I vote, I reward winning plus impact plus eye test plus a little production. You got to have some production. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. There's, there's rare instances like, like a guy I brought up, like Bradley Beal. Like, I think he's just undeniable how you cannot get him in the All-Star. Like, yeah, the Wizards suck. Don't get me wrong. But he's not the problem. And the eye test, he passes the eye test. He passes the uh, the production part of it. It's just his, his team is just not that good. <laughs> I know we, like, kind of bash the fan voting, but they usually get it somewhat right. You know, they usually go, like, what, 8 out of 10 right guys? Yeah, of course. Like the one big name that gets in. Yeah. I will say that too. I will give the fans some praise. Like, yeah, you got four out of the, you should, you got eight out of the 10, but like you really should get 10, you know? Yeah. And look, uh, let me go through both reserve teams. And then this, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of disagreements about the reserves. Dame, Donovan, Chris Paul, Zion Williamson, AD, Paul George, Rudy Gobert. And then on the East, we got Jalen Brown, James Harden, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Nikola Vucevic. And AD's injury replacement is Devin Booker, so people can stop crying. <laughs> Let's start with AD. He's out for four weeks. We didn't even talk about it on a podcast, so we'll just talk about it now. He's out for four weeks. The Lakers are playing it super cautiously. Yeah, we look like crap without him. A big reason why is we don't have our second-best player and our third-best player is out with COVID. 
health and safety. Yeah. Are you panicked on the Lakers at all? No, absolutely 0%. I will say this about AD. I would not have voted for him to be on the reserves. But I just, the eye test, he was coasting too much. He didn't look like the same guy on defense. He just didn't look in shape the whole year. I would not have voted for him to be an all-star. I feel like he got there because he's Anthony Davis, plays on the Lakers. He just won a championship. Who would you have given it to? I wouldn't have voted for Devin Booker. I probably would have went for... I would have went for probably Shea Gilchrist Alexander. I know the Thunder 12 and 18, not a great record, but they should be a lot shittier, and he's been balling this whole year. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, I think Anthony Davis, just a a name, um, just his name itself, he's going to wind up getting in. I mean, even though he was coasting, it's crazy that he was coasting. He was still averaging 22.5 points per game, 8.4 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal a game, shooting 53%. Yeah, when you look at him compared to last year, it was not the same guy. Way too much coasting, no hunger. Yeah, me, I'm not panicked on the Lakers at all. I, I don't, I, I don't think they're they're in trouble. Yeah, it's gonna suck going down in the seeding. I think that they are gonna be affected by that. I don't think they're gonna get the number one seed anymore. But in a COVID year, it's not gonna really matter than playing a game seven in Utah. There's not going to be a jam-packed crowd in Utah necessarily or a jam-packed crowd anywhere for that fact of matter. So I'm not worried about it. The one thing that I've seen with the Lakers lately that's been that's been going on in my head is they're kind of missing Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. And people are going to say, well, you guys have Marc Gasol. What about Marc Gasol? Well, I'm going to say this. Marc Gasol, in my opinion, is going to turn out a lot better for the Lakers in the playoffs. More in a playoff setting, more in a series setting. I don't think he's built for the Lakers to play in the regular season. I think the regular season is made for guys like a Dwight Howard, a JaVale McGee. That's when the guy, when the Lakers are missing these type of guys. And especially when AD's out. Because all of these guards on our team are thinking they got some rim protection. And just they just do not. Uh, Marcus Saul is just—he's not the same rim protecting guy that we've seen the last couple years when he was in his prime. Marcus Saul's defense is based on positioning and going vertical, and like he has got some good hands compared to Dwight Howard and Javale. Like f that, we can play wherever. We'll just go over there and block that shit, and we definitely miss that. And clearly, the Lakers are looking to get into that, looking at the Hassan White sides of the world, some big rim runner. It'll be interesting to see what they do from here. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying they should go out and get Hassan Whiteside and start him in the playoffs. I don't think that's the case. This team has shown they can be dominant defensively when they have all their guys out there, especially a guy in Dennis Schroeder that who's been who's been missing in this little losing streak that the Lakers have had. He's one of the best defensive guards in the NBA, not to mention all the points that we're losing out from him. And then you throw in the aspect of AD, it's just, it's a bad combination. But this team has shown fully healthy with a Marcus All and an Anthony Davis out there that they can be absolutely dominant on the defensive end. And honestly, it was like a 60% AD effort, I felt like. And just remind me, you didn't have him on your ballot. You would not have voted for AD as an all-star. Or you would have. No, I would have. I would have voted for him. Okay. I, I wouldn't have. Maybe that's just me trying to be a little unbiased as a Laker fan. Let me take you through another couple questions I had on the ballot. You're cool with Gobert and Donovan, right? You're, too, you're cool with two Jazz making it. Yeah, even though Rudy Gobert is not going to be able to play in a playoff series, and I do feel like he's going to hurt them. Oh, my. Still? You're still on this? 
Yeah, I'm still on that. I, I, I still believe it. Ha- have you seen his defense lately out on the perimeter? It, it hasn't changed, Max. But look. I think it's a little been- better, bro. It's a little better. But, yeah, I agree with you. I feel like they just got to scheme him a little better. Like, you got to just do everything and they have. to get him off switches. I think and they have. a little more. Like, you got to just have him show up like a bunch. Yeah, but, no, they've been playing phenomenal, man. They just kicked the Lakers' ass a couple nights ago. It was bad. Like, they shoot the hell out of the three ball. Jordan Clarkson off the bench has been amazing. He's probably going to win six man of the year. Bone Donovich. Uh, Royce O'Neal, man. Mike Conley has been resurrected this year. Been playing totally opposite of last last season. He's been amazing. And then uh, you bring up Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell completely deserved it too. Probably arguably could have been a starter maybe. Um, they've been great. Both of those guys deserved it. Okay. I'm looking at my ballot. I see a couple names. And I'm going to make the case for a couple. And if you want to make the case, you go ahead and take them. I have... Shea Gilchrist. I had mentioned it earlier. Look, they're supposed to be tanking, but they're not even doing that poorly. They've been competitive in a lot of games. He's averaging 23, 6, and 5. He's been one of the best defenders in basketball at the guard position. And he just had a 40-point explosion, or like 38 or something like that. It was damn near 40. He was phenomenal. I wouldn't have minded to see Shea get in there. I feel like the rosters have to be expanded just a touch. Honestly, there's too many good guys at this point in basketball. Anything about Shea? Yeah, Shea had a case. Um, even a guy, what, what do you think about a guy like De'Aaron Fox? Man, it's just tough in the West with the guard play, honestly. Like, you guys got a pencil Steph there for the next five years, or however long he decides to play. I think the Kings have just been too dysfunctional. They win six, they lose six. They have a good stretch, they have a bad stretch. Like, I don't know what this team is. I, I like the talent on the Kings. I just don't like the way it fits together. Like, I think Marvin Bagley's got to have, like, a change of scenery. And I think Luke Walton, I think his days are numbered, bro. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. They had a good little run there with the six in a row, but then sadly lost six in a row right right after that. So it's tough in Sacramento, man. Like a lot of people were hoping that 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 little win streak was gonna kick kickstart their their success, but it's just tough, man. I, I think you're right. I think the the Luke Walton era is is shut in in Sacramento. They need to end it. It's just tough, bro. I, Buddy Heald and and De'Aaron Fox, like the team, the team has its moments, but they just can't. They can't be consistent and exactly. just click all the time. Well, very well said. This next group of guys I'm going to bring up is kind of like they didn't really play enough. Like I feel like if John Morant was healthy, he would have maybe made a case to be an All Star, especially with the Grizzlies. Yeah. They're 13 and 13. Jaws very good. Only thing I'm disappointed by is his three point shooting numbers, 22. percent I think he's been pretty good this whole year. But you're you're with the he didn't play enough games to even qualify. No, nah, he didn't play enough games. It was tough to get him in, but I think if he did play and he was healthy, he would have definitely made it. He probably could have took a guy's spot like uh Chris Paul. You think Chris Paul was deserving of making it? He was deserving, and I think a lot of his team success, it's like, oh, he turned the spur he turned the Suns around, excuse me. He really did. He his impact's evident with the leadership yeah. aspect of things. Yeah. I think I think you got to go more into the eye test with Chris Paul with a guy like him, because if you look at his numbers, he's only averaging 17 points a game, four rebounds, eight assists. He's averaging a steal, shooting 50 percent, shooting 97 percent at the free throw line. But fundamentally yeah, not, sound on that one. 
<laughs> exactly. But doesn't eye pop. He's not averaging uh, 20, 20 plus, but he's a damn sure great leader. He's obviously elevating that team. The Phoenix Suns haven't been shit for the past couple of years. Chris Paul goes there. That talent is coming together. You mean the it past looks like, like seven years? <laughs> exactly. It looks like that team's going to wind up sneaking into the playoffs and getting the chance to play in the dance. So definitely agree with Chris Paul. His impact in the clutch moments is so evident with this team. He gets them in a lot better positions, and his shot making for his age is still so good. Did you think anything about the John Wall, Christian Wood? They're both having good years. I know Christian Wood's like the king of putting up numbers on bad teams. I've been a big fan of his. I don't think his game's gotten that much better. I feel like there's still a lot of room to grow. He's as young, though. I'll say that. Yeah, super young. I don't think it's it's time for him to make an all-star. I think he needs a little bit more impact. He's putting up numbers. He's definitely improved. Every NBA fan and blogger and creator and media person loves to slobber all over Christian Wood. They called it. You guys called it this year. Congratulations, just like every other freaking person. Yeah, but, I'd say the same thing about John Wall. He only played 19 games. Christian Woods played 17, and they're not. They're just putting up a lot of numbers on a bad team. Granted, yeah, James Harden uh, did tank the fucking team for the first half of the year, and I'm about to go into why I don't think James Harden should have made an All Star team. But before you do, before you do, one guy I did want to bring up. How about a guy like the De, uh, uh, Demar Derozan? They, the the Spurs are 16 and 11 at this point that we're recording this. 25 games played, uh, 20 points per game, five rebounds, seven assists, shooting 49 percent from the field, 33 percent from three point land. That's Not an bad for him. <laughs> His team is doing more than expected. What about a guy like DeRozan? Before we get off the West, he hasn't put up the numbers I would have thought he would have put up. And I just haven't thought he's been better than a lot of these guys on the list. Like, I would rather have voted Jordan Clarkson, bro, than DeMar DeRozan. I feel like Clarkson's really just turned the corner. And I I never really liked Clarkson going back to the Laker days. I was like, this guy's not the guy. Trust me. Just get rid of him while we, his value's high. And this year, he's playing out of his fucking mind. Yeah, he looks like a completely different player. I think this is the most confidence I've seen from Jordan Clarkson. It's really amazing to watch. He definitely looks different from his Laker days. With the, he got some VC and bought some damn tattoos and shit. He definitely <laughs> looks different. <laughs> I know, my man took off the brown shirt. But, yeah, he he's a completely new player this year. He has a fucking shit ton of confidence. He's shooting the ball with confidence. He's looked great. But back on DeMar DeRozan, I would agree with you. I I think he just slightly just did not miss it. If his numbers were just a tad bit better and had a little bit more impact on his team because I think the Spurs are winning with more of a collection of guys. And shall we move on to the East? I'll start with the actual announced reserves, and then we'll go into the guys who we think have a case for it. Jalen Brown, James Harden, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, everyone on social media, congratulations on that one. Yeah, congrats, bro. He's not just a dunker. Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, and lastly, and I can't fucking believe this guy made it. A lot of F-bombs for me today. I'm sorry. Christ. Nikola Vucevic. Oh, my God. Look, I'll start with Harden. You can't make an all-star team when you fucking ruin a team's first half of the season with him being fat, lethargic, out of shape, and made everyone hate him and force his way out. I would not 
and voted for him just on that alone. Maybe that's just me hating James Harden. Does he have the numbers? <laughs> yes. Does he have the skill? Yes. But it was just such a sour taste in my mouth. I just couldn't get over it. I think we found our pod clip for the beginning of the podcast. But, man, <laughs> <Jeez>. that's... <laughs> but, oh, man, that's hard. I wouldn't agree with you with that. I think I think James Harden, you got to get him in there. Definitely not a starter. I think they did right by that. But... As far as his play on on the basketball court, I he's think, been good on the court, bro. It's just like I can't yeah. reward a guy who just tanked the team season. Yeah, I, it's kind of like the same situation with Kyrie. Like he's having, Kyrie's having an amazing season right now. I think his his numbers right now are are great. I think as far as on the basketball court, I think this is one of the best Kyrie years I have seen. But it's it's hard to get out of your head that the, those little two weeks that he took off. It's kind of like, man, like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, you know what I mean? But I, I think it's the same situation with Harden with with the whole off the court issues and all that. So I, I get your understanding. But me personally, I don't think it's enough to keep him out of the all star. Um, let's go into Zach Levine. Zach Levine made his first all star. What's your thoughts on that? We know how we feel about Zach Levine, but I want to hear it. I just feel like he's being rewarded for putting up points. He doesn't really make a huge impact. He's still a bad defender. He's not really much of a playmaker. This season, there's like 40 players averaging 20 points a game. Averaging 20 points, 25, 30 points isn't what it once meant. This is a scoring league. All the rules are suited for the offense to have the advantage. We definitely have to talk about the NBA giving defense more help and stop giving all these guys foul calls when they initiate the contact, shit like that. I I like Levine as a scorer. I do. There's no doubt. I just don't like his impact on the game. I don't like the Bulls. I know they're 13 and 16, but I think they should be better. They have a lot of talent on that team. I would not have voted for him. I thought Randall had a better case for making it, truthfully. No, all the things you hit hit on with Levine, I completely agree. I'm on the same boat. You couldn't have said it any better. For the sake of the person who is screaming at us right now and is (laughs) shaking his head. I'm actually hearing them scream. Yeah, I'm hearing them scream. I'm seeing the steam come out of their ears for the Zach Levine lovers right now saying that he got incredible bounce. He's not just a dunker. He is a franchise player. We're going to play devil's advocate. What's the case for devil's advocate, Max? The Bulls surprisingly aren't 8-20. and 20. Marketing's missed time. He's been carrying them offensively. He's shooting 43% from three. He has been shooting the hell out the ball. No, no arguments from me there. And he's just been – he's made some clutch baskets for them. I think that's the case, that he's just been putting He's so clutch. Yeah, he's, he's so clutch. He's putting up 40, 50. I think people are just seeing him score a lot of points. That's that's the main thing. He continues to, to not impress me on defense. I like players who play on both ends. I don't think he plays on both ends. Um, Julius Randle, though, next guy that made it uh, as a reserve. I think he absolutely deserved this um, – this spot on the all-star team. I would make a case against him, but I really don't think there is one. You can talk about the numbers, 23-11-5, from the field, 40% from three. That number's probably not going to hold. It'll probably drop a little bit. I mean, shocker, he's playing hard for Coach Tibbs. He's also playing, what, like 40 minutes a game? <laughs> Tibbs is running that boy to the ground. Yeah, but he's been great, especially on defense. He's been really good. He's quicker than you think. He's got a little more bounce than you think. He's playing hard as shit. I can't hate the guy for playing. And the Knicks are 15 and 16. I would have bet the Knicks were going to be 5 and 20 at this point. Look, I want to ask you this. Who has more talent, the Bulls or the Knicks? I think the Bulls have more talent than the Knicks. 
easily. Okay. I think it's close, but I, I think Tibbs has played a big part of like the New York Knicks culture. You know, it's like we're hard ass. We're gonna do our job. I think we're it's great defense. It is great. It, it brings back it brings back the uh, the nineties Knicks. Those ni- those nineties teams, they were hard nosed, bro. They played defense. They they weren't nothing to fuck with. I love I love the fact that uh, Tibbs is bringing that back. But man, he's shooting what forty one percent from three. Yeah, that's not and gonna hold. The... But it's just improvement, though. It's better than other guys we've seen. I know shade at anyone named Ben Simmons, who's a Ben Simmons fan. Excuse me. <laughs> well, we're gonna get into I think next. That's a, yeah, that's a perfect segue. Ben Simmons, he deserved to make it though. Come on. Yeah, he was a huge lock. No, I agree, hundred percent. The yeah. shooting pisses me off on offense. It's painful to watch him not know where to stand. But he's doing a lot of the dirty work. He's he reminds me a lot of like a souped up Draymond Green. He's a great defender. He kind of has a case for defensive player of the year. I watched the game where he destroyed Damian Lillard and he kind of made it tough for LeBron. I know LeBron at 30, but he was like making him work. He yeah. destroyed Damian Lillard. He's 6'10", stupid athletic. I think he's like one of the most fluid 6'10 guys I've ever seen. Yeah, he's amazing on defense. He, uh, I love him when Philly plays, plays him on the point guard or just on the main ball handler in general. I love it. I, I think it's great what Philly is doing. They have a good record. Embiid, MVP season. Ben Simmons, he's been great. Completely deserves the all-star. Um, one thing on Ben Simmons, I heard something interesting. Shout out to Flaming B-Ball Dose on Instagram. Go follow him. Um, you think Ben Simmons would have been a Hall of Famer in the 60s? Oh, my God. He would have been the best player in basketball. They wouldn't know what to do with him. <laughs> he can dribble with both hands. That's an improvement from the sixties. Come on, he would have got beat up though. Oh yeah, because they would have definitely put him at power forward. I mean, I almost, I almost became an old man. And I would have griped with a foul I saw. With I don't even know if I should. I'm not gonna bring it up. Never mind. But yeah, they would have fouled the shit out of him, and he would have been like sent to in a lot. These guys, the NBA, so fucking soft now. I'm sorry. Can I be an old man for one minute? Yeah. I'm watching the Lakers Wizards game. We're up. Montrez Harrell goes for a freaking layup. And he accidentally hits Bertans in the face with his elbow. It's a basketball move. He's like evading a shot blocker, right? Flagrant foul on a free on a layup attempt. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If if you want to call it an offensive foul, that's fine. He has every right to make a basketball move. You have no right to get there. If you want to get hit in the face with an elbow, I remember learning to play basketball. You say you want to swing through. If his face is there, you hit him. That's not a foul. His face shouldn't be there. It's like, what do you want, dude? What do you want? I'm sorry. Go back to the All Star stuff. <laughs> yeah, the the rest have been I've I've been having a tough look. All right, I didn't think that's every year with the refs, but uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah, he would have definitely been great in the '60s. Uh, <laughs> that that was a great take. I was just thinking about it. Like, man, they, they would have played him at power forward, and his post game would have had to been very improved. To play the in the jump back shot in those would days. not have mattered. He would have been right at home. No, it wouldn't have mattered. Oh, he, first of all, no three point line. It's even better for him. He'd be like, oh, yeah. No three? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, next guy, Jason Tatum. Well I think deserved. We should do, I think we should do Brown and Tatum together because do you think two Boston guys should make it? I want to say no because of how bad Boston's been, even though they both have a case for making it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that the free fall in that's happening in Boston right now. They. <laughs> They've been blowing leads. They've been getting blown out. The Hawks it's been bad beat for Boston. the shit out of them yesterday. The Hawks. Yeah, yeah. They shot the lights out. Who Who do you think has a better case? I got to say Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown really? definitely has a better case. 
I know the Celtics have had some bad luck with the injury to Smart, the COVID stuff. I would have said Tatum has a better case. I don't know. It's kind of weird, man. I, I really so what's do your feel... case for Brown? What do you think? Why would you pick Brown over Tatum? Well, my case for Brown, I just feel like he he does a lot more for that team. I I feel like he's more of a defensive guy for that team. I think he's more of a playmaker. And on nights that he's not scoring, he just he does other things better than Tatum. I feel like with Tatum, it's the end all be all with points. If he's not getting points, he's not really engaged into the game, in my personal opinion. Tatum's still a great player. Don't get me wrong. But with the improvement of Brown this year, it's, I, I would go with Brown. I think the playmaking thing's a little tough because I don't think Jason Tatum's that much better than Brown. I think Tatum gets a lot more opportunities than Brown to playmate because they, they run them. Well, first of all, they run them both in a lot of pick and rolls. But I think Tatum is the focal point of the offense. I just think Tatum, when he's on and he carries a lot more load on the offensive side than Brown. Tatum's the number one dog on this team offensively, and Brown's the second. And there's no help for either of these guys on the Celtics. Kemba Walker looks like a shell of himself. Thais is shooting like five threes in crunch time. Just like right now, this team's playing very poorly. There's no offensive help, and that's why I would give it to Tatum because he's been kind of carrying them a little more on the offensive side. I know they're averaging the same amount of points. Yeah, I, I see your regard- argument though. What the he does more when he's not scoring. I I have to agree with that. He's a better two way player, Jalen Brown. Yeah, most definitely. And I, I I think the main thing is is that both of those guys don't really fit well together. It's kind of weird, man. They you would think that they that they will get it together and they kind of fit very well. But the fact of the matter is is that Jalen Brown is is improving at a rapid rate right now, and. He's becoming more than that guy who can just give you a backdoor cut and run the fast break and, you know, get get a couple buckets here and there. Like, he's turning into an actual legit scorer. And he's and he's turning into a, a phenomenal two-way player. He's guarding the best player at times when it comes to the wing position for him. And with Tatum, I don't think it's a knock saying that he's a bad player. That doesn't mean anything. But I think it's getting to the point where one of those guys are probably going to have to leave town because... The town is only big enough for just really? one of them. Yeah, may- maybe we'll talk about that, it in the. F- I had that feeling, bro, but I'm I've been I've been watching a lot more Celtics lately, and I, I honestly I hate watching Celtics, but it's been nice to watch them lose. I won't lie, but man, I I had that feeling. I didn't know you thought that way too, though. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I I think a, a lot of their success as a team this year is gonna be a big part of that decision that they make. That maybe they trade one of them. I don't know who they'll keep. I think my gut will say Jason Tatum, just because of the clutch aspect of him. But I'm telling you right now, man, don't sleep on Jalen Brown. I think he's a little bit more than people think. But with that said, they're both all stars. If you if you had to leave one of them out, whether it was Tatum or Brown, who would replace that guy? I was thinking Bam Adebayo or Chris Middleton. Truthfully, I think Bam Adebayo, he's been kind of carrying them with Jimmy Butler being out for a while. He's improved with his shooting stroke. Dude's averaging 19.6, 9.4, 5.5 assists. Dude's balling. And Chris Middleton, he's been so good this year. 26-5, and five, shooting the ball well from three. I don't know what more you want from him. I know the Bucks have struggled, but he's been playing great. Was there a case for Russell Westbrook? He's about to average another triple-double. <laughs> should I cross him off my list? I, I, I put him down as a joke. Also, oh can God. you read to the listeners what I have next to Andre Drummond's name? Oh, I took it off. I wrote Andre Drummond <laughs> Lowell, 17 and 14. Oh, my goodness, man. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, look. That's funny, right? That's a joke. 
you want to hear what's hilarious about this these all star reserves? Nikola what? Vucevic, my oh guy. My God, let's get into it, bro. We're gonna talk about it because they they, they disrespected our boy, dog. And I just want to put out there it's bullshit. I just want to put out there, Demontis Sabonis should have made the All Star. How the fuck did he not get in there? Twenty one points per game, eleven rebounds, five assists, shooting fifty percent from the field, thirty six percent from three. He has better numbers than Vucevic, in my estimation. I know he's not scoring as much, but I think the numbers are better, especially when you factor in the assists and the field goal percentage. And, and the, the Panthers impact. are good. They're doing better, especially with the trade and shit. Magic suck. I'm sorry. They suck. I know he's been good, Vucevic. He's a good player. How are you going to snub Zabonis like that, bro? I don't know how DeMontis Sabonis did not make it to the All-Stars. It's it's mind-blowing, bro. It's it It's crazy. We're big DeMontis Sabonis fans. Our video that we made about him being the best big in the East, it's not it's not stewing kind of well right now as far as Joel Embiid goes and beats having an MVP season. But I don't think there's any doubt, any argument that he's not better than Nikola Vucevic. Come on. Easily, bro. And look, I'll, we're going to wrap it up soon, but let's quick hit a couple of the names I have on here, right? Jimmy Butler, should he have made it? I don't not think enough he games. Enough. Yeah, he's playing great, though. Only thing that's concerning is he's shooting the same percent from three that Ben Simmons is. 16%. <laughs> Pascal, Mr. Spin Move, I don't think he's played well enough. He's had 20.7 rebounds. I don't think he's played well enough. Same thing with Kyle Lowry. <laughs> hashtag Spin Boy. Yeah, hashtag Spin Boy. That's pretty good. We're going to add <laughs> that to it for sure. What about Trey Young? I feel like this is probably the big snub everyone's going to talk about. 27 a game, 9 assists, three reba- 4 rebounds, 44% from the field, 38% from three. Dude, he should not make it. I know he's got points and shit. The Hawks are a train wreck. Yeah, it's just team success, man. It don't it doesn't match. He's a good player. Uh he's just not a good player to elevate the Hawks at this point. And it it sucks, man, because we had big we had big expectations for the Hawks. We did, and they spent money. They're trying to make sure Trey Young stays. They're saying, Oh, look, we're competing. Well, they haven't at all. They've just been bad, man. They had like a good stretch and then they had some injuries. I realize they've had injuries, but I don't like what I Spe- see from the Hawks. Speaking of bad, uh the Detroit Pistons have a player on there, Jeremy Grant. A part of me would have minded because they suck, and a part of me wouldn't have minded because I think he's really impressed me this year. His game has been pretty damn good. Yeah, it's tough. He's playing with that with that borderline looter in the fire kind of guy. You know, like who the fuck else is going to score on that team? They got rid of Derrick Rose. Blake Griffin's been sitting. Who, who the hell else is going to score? But – you can't deny the points. I mean, he's scoring 20, 23.5. Man, they just suck. They're 8-22 and 22 right now as we speak. Like, you just can't make it. Unless you're putting up Bradley Beal numbers and you're you're playing phenomenal, like, you can't get in. Come on now. I think that should be a good standard. If you're going to make it and you're on a really bad team, you have to be putting up stupid numbers. Same thing for Colin Sexton. You're putting up good numbers, not amazing numbers, and you're not making a huge impact. Like, Here's my thing, right? If you took Jeremy Grant off the, of their team, they're probably five and whatever it is, like five and twenty-seven or something. But you take the bonus off the Pacers, they're probably like seven and twenty. Like there's a bigger gap if you take him off than Jeremy Grant. And I just want to say this, bro. Shout out to us. Our Sabonis video 
currently at 4.5k views on youtube how many were we expecting 50 60 <laughs> 50 i Five. think we <laughs> we exceeded our expectations hopefully we continue to exceed expectations i know right but there it is man there goes some little all-star talk for you guys got some basketball opinions out there for you we'll be talking basketball soon again but um we appreciate you guys tuning in man we appreciate all the love that we get Stay tuned for some more basketball content. We might be coming out with a new NBA talk video similar to the Sabonis video. So stay tuned. We'll let you guys we'll let you guys know when that drops. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, man, and Twitter. You'll know exactly when it drops. Put on post notifications. And if you guys don't have social media, which will be crazy if you guys don't, subscribe to us on YouTube. Turn on that bell icon. It'll notify you every time we drop a podcast. We're always dropping on YouTube and video format for you guys. Comment down below. Like the video. All of that, man. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you guys want to listen to us while you guys are working out, while you guys are working, whatever the case is, man, we appreciate you guys regardless. There's going to be a lot more NBA stuff upcoming in future weeks. Football just ended. We're basically done with football till what? The combine draft? Oh, there's no combine. Excuse me. We're basically done with football till what? Free agency? Yeah, free agency is right around the corner, though. March 15th. We might have a preview or something, but we're going to be a lot more into basketball in these coming weeks. So, Hooper fans, get ready. All right. With that said, man, all-star fan ballot. You guys suck. Hey, they get it 80%. I'm I'm actually kind of – it kind of changed my own mind about the fans. 80% is a B. To get 100%, though, so you have all the answers in front of you. I know, right? It's not good enough. You know what? We're going to have some good basketball. Hopefully, the game doesn't get canceled, or hopefully, it's just a good weekend, you know? Exactly. With that said, this is Max. I'm out. Peace.